0: And, and we're, we're back, back with Hostels in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm your host Zoe Cashin, and we have
1: Sophia. And Lawrence.
0: And they're about to go diving, but they helped us with the intro. And today we have a very special guest. Introduce yourself! Mm. This is Calc. think. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> Woo! Yes. And Kalki is another friend from back home. So we have lots of friends from back home visiting us.
1: takeover. Yeah.
0: We really had all of Arlington in Hawaii taking over the hostel. And it was really exciting because she kind of just like spontaneously flew out here. Like I remember I I knew a couple days before she was coming out here and I was like, no way. I was like, I'm so excited for her to come. And I still, I will never forget you pulling into the driveway. Um, Sophia and Lawrence went and picked her up from the airport and, um, me and Michael were waiting in the driveway, because Michael is also from Arlington, he's also visiting, and me and him were, like, back-to-back with, like, little finger guns, and we were just, like, standing there in front of the car, and then when Cal got out of the car, we, like, pointed our guns at her, and we were like, what are, you, what are you doing here? And we were like, I was like, what in the Disney crossover episode is this? Like, it was just, like, super Such exciting. Event. Yeah, and we just gave you a huge hug, and you-
1: Jumped ha- on them.
0: Yeah, a little ball a little of energy. tackled them. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, it was so exciting to have us all here. Like, we had me, Michael, Sophia. Via Kalki, Bodie, Mia, Emily, all out here at the same time. It was just like Arlington Central. I was like it was, was it crazy. East Coast
1: Takeover yeah, in and, Hawaii, all on the north and, shore, all at once.
0: And all of our friends like from Hawaii were like, what in the world like mm-hmm, why are so, all
1: your friends why coming? are all the coolest people from the same yeah, place? Obviously. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it it's been super fun having her here. Um, do you want to talk about like your favorite memory from you I, being like, here?
1: So today, I know there's lots,
0: but I know you have like a specific one.
1: Today is my last day, unfortunately, in the hostels in Hawaii, and I had a little full circle moment because my first full day here, I went out to the beach. It was a little rainy, um, as it does mist in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. and there was never rainy day,
0: only raining.
1: Yeah, only rainy days bring in rainbows. Speaking of, there was a first time that I've seen a full rainbow on the water. And it was beautiful. And then I waited for a bit. And then I saw a couple propose on the rocks underneath the rainbow. Which is just magical. And it was just like the sign that this is where I was meant to be. And then... Uh, <laughs> and the then... just like grabbing last- a surfboard. <laughs> oh, be careful. Break, break be careful the fool. On my last full day yesterday um Sophia and I went camping out on the beach that night and then we woke up and saw the sunrise and then went back to sleep and woke up to a double rainbow which was so amazing yeah it was just a definitely full circle moment it was like my time here is doubled my joy oh that's so awesome
0: yeah no that's like such a cool like way to start and finish your time here mm-hmm. and last night was super fun it was the fourth of july yeah. and um i had been like working a lot and just doing so much like i'd just been out all day um i've just been leaving my phone um back like home a lot and just going out all day but so yesterday i napped for most of the day and i woke up and i was like holy fuck it's the fourth of july like we gotta <laughs> go celebrate so we went to Waimea and um. We were jumping off the cliffs, and that um, Kalki was one of the first person people I saw when I arrived. And I ran up to her and gave a give her a big, big hug. hug. And then we were all just like tackling each other on the <laughs> sand. It was like so fun. Like I don't know, we were all just like being buffoons. Like we just like rolling around in the sand. Just we all like day. sprinted towards the rock. Like just like jumped off the rock all together. Like oh my gosh, we there all was like cheer
1: for each other. There was a
0: guy hitting on Val, and Kalki like came to <laughs> Val's rescue and was like, "This is my girlfriend." And I like watched
1: it happen <laughs> from the water, and I was like. <laughs> get it Kalki go Like I, I knew exactly what was you were like, doing there was a guy that came up and then a guy walked by and he pointed to him he was like oh is that your boyfriend Val and I was like oh no but this is her girlfriend and then and I put her arm around her just I was like, to, yes, my women.
0: I know it was such a baller move. That's why I love Kalki because she's just like such a badass bitch and just like, ugh, uh, always looking out oh, for yeah, other women. So we love that. But yeah, last night was super fun. There was amazing fireworks. We just like went cliff jumping. There was a DJ on the beach. We were just dancing, and it was just like a great last a night. Time. Yeah, I mean, I guess. With oh my gosh, t- today's your last like day. You don't I even know. have it. Oh my god.
1: Oh, yeah. I we. Know and we had pancakes this morning for calc we did a the so i only had one night in cabin eight most of my time here i've had been staying in the back of cabin nine the
0: infamous cabin nine
1: the wonderful cabin nine and i've loved my time there but it was not safe to stay anymore so I moved to cabin 8. And <laughs> that makes like sense there. so
0: weird. The showers need a yeah. little renovation.
1: <laughs> yeah, the showers and the drains needed fixing. But they said it's not safe. So <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. And I had a lovely night with the ladies in cabin 9. And we did a movie night and watched Pineapple Express. <laughs> and I'll all move the mattresses so that we could all sit together. It was wonderful. Yeah. And then they made me and... Uh, friend Rosie that I made here from Boston um I love Rosie. I love her our last uh supper
0: yeah <laughs> Rozzy's that. headed to Maui and she'll be back soon but still it's still sad that like they're both going today like it's just it's so hard because you you have such you get so close to people so quickly here you make such good memories you all become like family and then people have to leave they have to come and go that's part of the process and it's just like it's so tough it's but it's, so it makes, it's so it makes it so worth it
1: yeah the amount of like people from all different backgrounds i know that we've done like a DMV takeover it's mm-hmm. been very centralized for that mm-hmm. area but I feel like the, all different people, different backgrounds that you meet here, the relationships mm. that you develop, mm-hmm. um, are I like see it leaving with me on the yeah. island, like something that I'd be able to continue and not like like a someone you meet on vacation and then forget about. Yeah, but it's, it's like a it's community. real.
0: It's a community, and it's real connections here. Sophia just whacked her own ass as walking out the door. That was sexy, Sophia. <laughs> as you should as you should do that um but yeah no there are people from just like all different walks of life all different life experiences and we're some of like the youngest people here obviously most people are in college or out of college in their mid late 20s early 20s um but we're 18 and 19
1: (laughs) that's what I've also noticed is that like a lot of maybe it's just because these are like my friends the kind of people that I'd be around but at least for me ever since i turned 18 i've like understood that i'm fully in control of my own life and mm-hmm. i make the life that i want for myself yeah. and i feel like my friends understand that too because like zoe's making life for herself and it's beautiful mm. <laughs> it's beautiful and i'm so proud of you Aww. for taking that leap and then deciding to stay is just uh oh. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things going
0: on over here. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I, like, have updated the podcast on all of that. Maybe I ha- I don't even remember, but I did decide to take a second gap year because it's something I was um, like struggling with that decision for a while because I just felt like college it just wasn't the right time for me yet. I think I've talked a <laughs> lot about this gap year I'm on now, but I will be continuing my gap year, so I guess gap year number two. But I don't even know if I'm Imagine. supposed to call it that anymore. Just like gap just years. life. I'm just living life right yeah, now, yeah. and I will go to college at some point. That's a goal of mine. I want to go to college. I think education is really important, but I also want to be hundred percent sure on what i want to study what i want to do where i want to go and i want to just be more sure of who i am before i take that big step and i don't think there's anything wrong with that so yeah i am staying in hawaii for the time being
1: so a lot of my friends that are 18 and 19 have taken a less traditional route and Mm -hmm. been able to make the life that they want for themselves and i'm just so incredibly proud even though it's like my friends have spread out all Mm -hmm. over the map and it's we're not as um, it's not like yeah, a little five not, minute drive yeah. down the street anymore, but it's still nice to just like anyone just a out phone there call in the world doing cool, doing shit. their life. And I'm very proud that I'm still part yeah. of it and like um, Well and just like seeing them continue their paths on their own and make the life that they want for themselves it's just beautiful
0: yeah and i would say the same thing about Kalki. like she has like a Mm full-on job and she also took a gap year and like she is one of the only people i probably know that took a gap year with the exception of bodie probably that had like a like full-on like salary job like just like Mm -hmm. adult shit like adulting shit um because i have two jobs but they're you know like i still get tips and it's like an Mm. hourly job and I you know like like you have a real ass job um which is really impressive like and I want you to like talk a little bit more about that but like I would just like to say before you talk about that like I'm very proud of you because I know how much work goes into that job um and like it's just badass it's just badass that you're doing that at such a young age and took a gap year and said fuck it real job time
1: real job time. real job so yeah so i've been so i've had i've been employed since i was 15 but Mm -hmm. it's all been like food industry work or babysitting or house sitting Mm -hmm. or etc so this was my definitely first big girl job when i Mm -hmm. turned (laughs) big girl job I started working for the Maryland government under the Maryland Park Service with um, the Conservation Corps, which is partnered with AmeriCorps. Mm -hmm. And so I've been... And my
0: mother, my dear mother, Sylvie, has also worked for AmeriCorps. I'm, I'm so that's angel. why, like, I have a little bit of, like, insight of just how hard that job is. And um, my mom, like, did the Peace Corps, lived in Mali for two years, then worked for AmeriCorps, then went back to the Peace Corps. So when she worked for AmeriCorps, she was, like, you know, full-on, like, adult. Like, I'm pretty sure I was already... Yeah, I was definitely like a teenager or something i can't remember the exact age i was but like you know like she had a full-on family with kids and she was working for the americorps and Kalki is just fresh out of high school and is working for the americorps so it's like that's how like impressive it is that she's doing that because it's not an easy job and it is like a lot of like good work is done there so not only is it not an easy job but it's also like really valuable work to be doing at such a young age it's It's, so impressive it's
1: so rewarding and it's really interesting because i'm always the youngest person on the crew for my job but I feel like I bring a lot um for leadership too because mm-hmm. I feel like even when I'm away like they're still like texting me like yeah. oh Calqui need help with this need help with this I'm it's training so awesome somewhere.
0: that you were able to come to Hawaii she like she did not stop working when she came here yeah. so it's awesome that you were able to travel while working that's the dream that's the goal of being hawaii and have a full-on job and this young like Mm -hmm. yes
1: with covid i was a i'm lucky that like all of our trainings have been virtual now Mm -hmm. so i can take it anywhere that i want so why not hawaii Mm -hmm. and this trip was yeah definitely spontaneous i like booked my flight like two days before and then just told Sophia and zoe on my way and yeah. then literally just said on my way i was like oh word she's on her way <laughs> and then just showed up yeah. and yeah
0: i, I mean we you'd happy. been talking to us like a while before that like I when, when come we come first visit. decided yeah. that we were gonna stay in hawaii you yeah. were like oh i want to come visit but like it was just like the logistics never really got figured out whatever and it was just like mm-hmm. an idea for the longest time and then and one day you were down. like flights booked flights yeah, booked yeah. then we were like oh she's yeah, coming she's on her way less yeah i said yeah I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so I've loved um working for the Maryland Conservation Corps and a lot of um my job is just it's not even that I've been able to like do amazing things that I would not be able to do in other professions like I'm always outside mm-hmm. like my office is the woods like I get mm-hmm. to live in a house in the woods in a state park and like wake up to deer by my window, and then go do my three-minute commute to work, and then go plant 80 trees that day, or track biodiversity, Mm -hmm. or fix a trail. And Mm -hmm. it's just been super rewarding, and I feel very blessed because this was a very um, intricate hiring process, and that I just feel very lucky to... Have been able to secure this and be in this job for mm-hmm. almost a year now, and I loved it the entire time, mm-hmm. so it's been great. And it's had like it's been very difficult, like it's yeah, ups and downs eight for sure. To 10 hours a day, um, five days a week, and we do work holidays, but it's great work that we do, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really giving back to the environment yep. and really taking care of Mother Earth.
0: Yeah, so do you want to explain, like, what would be, like, a, like, kind of, like, day-to-day project that you would do?
1: So the thing about my job is that it's more of, like, a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So we never really um, do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. So it's either will be awesome. I think yeah.
0: variety in a job is so important. It's I think so people important. forget that if you just mm-hmm. kind of do the same type of work each get day that gets out. so old you get burned out. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome that it is like constantly a fluid type of thing but the yeah. goal remains the same. So I guess just like describe kind of like what the goal is of working so, with American the park service.
1: For working for my job it's um the mantra is basically doing our best to beautify the parks and connect people back to the environment. Mm-hmm. So that can either be like um, preparing for guided hiking tours or um, planting more trees in preserved areas. I did some work um, with rebuilding the Appalachian Trail, like um, fixing campsites so that we can have more visitors um, able to enjoy like the beauty of our parks and um, tracking biodiversity in our streams removing invasive species so that our native plants and animals can thrive Um, it's just different and varies and i'm grateful for all of it
0: Mm -hmm. that's awesome so what do you think your job as a whole has taught you like then going into college so people who are thinking about possibly taking a gap year and like I know a lot of people want to travel on their gap year but people who are maybe considering getting a job like yours for their gap year what has that taught you and what has that like prepared you for college because you're going to be going to UVA in the fall so what do you think is that like (laughs) you have a huge smile on your
1: face funny question because I think what this job has taught me is that nobody knows exactly what they're doing Mm -hmm. and everyone's faking it until they make it yeah so being the youngest person like coming in um and working with 20 year olds and older yeah being the only teenager basically um in the like working for the government and also like being treated as an equal and Mm -hmm. just like gaining that respect because Mm -hmm. no one knows what they're doing Mm -hmm. so if you just try and put in the effort to figure it out, then people will respect you for doing that. Yeah. and it'll work in the end and sometimes you just have to make that leap of faith, make that move, mm-hmm. do that thing that you wanted to do always. So
0: you would recommend it for sure.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: I would I mean I'm always going to recommend a gap year to anyone, but I just don't know as many people most people I know who took gap years ended up traveling or working more of like a hourly job just to kind of like save up money. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know as many people that could like secure a job that they were passionate about had like a real salary so like if that's something you want to do let this be an example to you that it can happen you can do it you know like obviously calc is very smart very talented and she made it work for herself but if you're listening to this you are also probably very smart and very talented and i i fucking believe in you you should you should definitely go for it you should definitely try um and yeah it's it's cool to know that i think a lot of people have in their heads that you can't get kind of a real job until you go to college and it's cool to know that you're like no i literally just have a high school diploma so yeah awesome so that love that um I also wanted to talk about you um, traveling back to Ethiopia because we had talked about this a couple of days ago. And I was like, that's just so such an interesting like perspective that you had on the whole just like trip. And I just like wanted to like you talk about that, share that. Um, so I guess just, yeah, take it away, whatever you want to talk about with that.
1: So I was adopted from Ethiopia when I was around five years old and I'd been living in the U.S. ever since. Um, and then in 2018, which was about 12 years since I'd been adopted, a little over a decade, I returned home and I reunited with my mom for the first time. I met my half-sister for the first time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and she's, like, the she is a very key part of my life. Like, I honestly don't know how I was going without her. Like, before, no. like, she just renewed my entire faith in humanity like holding her and just like being her sister like I'm just so proud to like be her Mm -hmm. sister you know like she's only three and we only found out about her and it's awesome that you get
0: to be a part of her life now like that's incredible
1: yeah I love her deeply and there's definitely still there's a language divide um between me and the rest of my family back home in Ethiopia, because most of them don't speak English, and I've lost a lot of my mark in the U.S. But mm-hmm. I still feel like we communicate through love, like yeah, we. That's so beautiful. We still talk um, as much as we can. And you still, still always will have
0: that connection, even if maybe there's a slight language barrier there. You're always gonna have that, just like yeah, connection.
1: And going back to Ethiopia, I think um the most rewarding thing was seeing exactly where i was born in this like little shack smaller than mm. the couch that we're sitting on Ooh. right now all made of sticks and i met the woman that helped deliver me Wow. i went back to the village that helped raise me i went um and i met my father's side of the family it was definitely a completely eye-opening experience and I'd say like I carry that with me every day and it's my drive to keep Mm -hmm. going um is that I can make a better life for myself and then share it with my family Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and that's like incredible that like to see like this is where I was born you know like most people I know were just born in a hospital room and like that's just kind of like the standard but to be like no it was smaller than the couch there was sitting on and the Mm -hmm. woman that literally delivered me i'm sure for her that was probably an incredible thing too because oh my god but yeah i mean i'm sure she literally saw you as a baby and to see you years later and be like Mm -hmm. look at this grown beautiful woman like i'm sure that was like incredible for her as well so like that's just such a cool experience as a whole to just be able to go back there and see your family and Mm -hmm. oh and michael is approaching he's arrived oh you're looking okay the pen um is in my uh bedroom (laughs) i'm currently podcasting i borrowed michael's pen to journal or you can use that one that's right there yeah perfect okay just bring it back Miguel, Miguel on the move <laughs> it's and Michelle, is about to journal, Michelle. Michelle, what a cool guy, we really got all of Arlington <laughs> up Arlington here, cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay, but yeah, so
1: I also, so I went to my grandma's house, my mom's mom, and so growing up, I lived there with my grandma, my mom, my uncle, and me, so it was four people Oh, and my aunt. So five people inside of a house smaller than this, like half the size of this porch. Wow! And it's like and this my, porch ain't big. Well, no, this, this porch, porch is big. not big. And um, it was beautiful the way they decorated for my homecoming because they put newspapers on the wall. They put toilet paper up on a string so mm-hmm. that it looks. This like sounds streamers. awesome. And like I know it's not much. Like it's not the big bashes that we have in the u.s but it meant so much more to me and kind
0: of sounds better yeah (laughs) like kind of sounds cooler (laughs) it was rather have newspaper and toilet paper on. it sounds awesome
1: it's great back to basics it was definitely very grounding experience and just reminding me like what i do this for and that it's worth it to keep pursuing yeah and keep like making the life that i want for myself
0: and that's such an awesome motivation to be like yeah I have this full-on job and yeah I'm doing this for my family back in Ethiopia because I want to like prove that I can like make it and like you know help them one Mm -hmm. day like that's like such amazing like selfless like reason to be working hard um and I think a lot of people work hard for multiple different reasons and I think it doesn't you know there's no wrong or right reason like I think some people work hard for themselves for themselves but I just think there's Always such an element of when it's working hard for your family to give them kind of like a better life, so to speak. Uh I think that's one of the most admirable traits in someone Mm -hmm. when they can just be like, I'm doing this, not I mean, for myself. You're obviously doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're doing this, you're doing it for you too because you're a badass, but to be like, this is for my family. Is such a powerful thing, and then mm-hmm. to go back and be able to visit them and see, like, this is where I was born, this is like, and the newspaper on the walls and the toilet yeah. paper, like, that's just it's all so, so cool. Such
1: a shock because there was a lot of information that I found out about my life that just right was it just flipped me upside down. Like, I first finding out that I had a sister, like, right? Like, I, what? okay, shocker, okay. like. <laughs> And then I found out that my brother's not my brother. My brother and I got adopted together. Um, he was around nine, but apparently, he was probably around thirteen years old, and he's my dad's like second cousin. Wow! So he's still in the family, but he was not the like biological half brother that the mm. adoption agency slash his side of the family was like telling us. So, but I'm very grateful because one, I wouldn't have, um, my brother being adopted together and like, and like, he's still your brother. Yeah, Yeah, of course he's my brother. And then two, like, if we weren't paired together, I would have been in the program that's for, um, orphanage kids that are orphans less than six years old, um, Mm -hmm. get sent to Australia a different orphanage so your there. life so would have been, been totally different family. i would have never met zoe <laughs> i would have never met him <laughs> i would have never, never met me <laughs> <laughs> i would have never had this podcast
0: right like <laughs> this podcast would not be possible the Thank Kalki's you, brother.
1: brother. Thank you, brother. For wow, but that is this crazy. This episode is brought to you by Mabratu, awesome. <laughs> uh,
0: Legend. <laughs> but it's just, like, it is crazy how, like, one little thing in your life could be different. Completely and strange. it could be totally, 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 totally different. You that could be in Australia I right think. now.
1: I also, growing up, I wasn't exactly sure of my age um, because my it was, records in ethiopia aren't great it's also the option agency so like, makes like we, we, we could be 12
0: we could be 13 we, we don't could, know legally
1: my age is, I mean, legally my birthday is august 2nd 2002 but in 2017 i was like playing a joke on my friends i was like haha like i'm just gonna like have them i'm just gonna make up a day and say mm-hmm. it's my birthday and then like See if they, like, wish me happy birthday on that day. Mm-hmm. And that was November 24th, 2017. And then in 2018, when I went back to um, see my family, I found out that I was actually born November 24th. What? <laughs> yeah. The day that you made yes. up? Yes.
0: Yes. That's insane. And I
1: still don't know the year. It's still a range, um, like, based on my teeth. It could be uh Wait, 18 so- through 21. But... <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. you could be you could be legal drinking age and you still yeah i'd still be 18 but it's like also when my friends are 60 i'll be like 57 so i'm chilling yeah like
0: you could be like legally drinking but you still (laughs) (laughs) what that's so like random but like interesting and changed
1: my like identity like Um, I feel like That's
0: so interesting. Do you feel like that changes your perspective of yourself? Like,
1: that you don't know how old you are? I think that you don't realize, when you have a birthday, you don't, when you have a set birthday, you don't realize about how many times you're putting that on documentation, how many forms you fill out, and just, like, every time I would do that, I'd be like, hmm, not really sure this is right, but (laughs) (laughs) it could be something else. (laughs) And then (laughs) just having that clarity of knowing the day and month, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, yeah, it's exciting, I'm Yeah, sure. am But you're still not
0: sure about the year?
1: No. So, Ethiopian's on Gregorian calendar. So, I believe now they've entered the early 2000s, but it's like a decade behind. Uh-huh. And they also just don't keep great documentation, at least in um, where I'm from in Nazareth. It's a little below the capital, mm-hmm. which is Addis Ababa. <laughs> Wait, Abba. So, so... Addis Ababa.
0: So, if you had to choose what year you want your birthday to be what would you choose
1: Mm. wow well i would like to be a 90s kid but it's also like i like oh two is not bad you know yeah i'm a a bad year but maybe i feel like 2000s so 2002
0: or '2000
1: probably uh, if I had to, choose, yeah, if had to choose I would say I was born in 2035 yeah and then I could live in the future 2035 <laughs> okay word so calci hasn't been born yet time traveling
0: okay well that's a fun little way to
1: end this (laughs) episode that
0: calci just is not born yet um but this has been amazing do you have any final last words whoa the birds are chirping
1: final last words i'm sure the birds agree with me but take that jump you will soar You will fly (laughs) like the birds. Spread your wings.
0: (laughs) Yeah, love it. Okay, this has been Hostels in Hawaii. We're signing off. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.